you're listening to episode four of the Loki High Vibe podcast. And before we get into the episode, we just wanted to take a second to acknowledge the fact that we didn't post an episode last week, but we had one ready to go. So what you're hearing is an episode that we recorded uh, about two weeks ago. Um, and we felt that taking the taking the week off from sharing our content was the right move. Um, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of um, racism and systemic, systemic racism and just a lot of things that are coming to light about our society that's not okay. So we just wanted to take a step back and really educate ourselves and learn everything we can um, about Black Lives Matter and how we can be the best allies we can. And about our own white privilege. And um, it's this is, you know, just the beginning for us too. We're, we know we still have a lot of work. It's not like a one and done thing, but, you know, we really felt like it was important to take off last week and do that and you know, going forward, we really want to create a safe space and a community for everyone. So, you know, that, that's going to be a part of what we're sharing as we go. And um, yeah, we just wanted to acknowledge that and let you know and let you know how important it is to be kind of taking that time to educate yourself. Um, so, all right, we will get into the episode. Welcome to the Low-Key High Vibe Podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Kylie. We're integrative nutrition health coaches who believe in the power of subtle mindset work to help you live your best and happiest life. On this podcast, we'll discuss different ways to make your mindset work for you. We'll talk realistic approaches to incorporate the mindset work into your life and how these small changes can make a big difference. We'll also share some of our favorite mindset practices and probably a few bad jokes. All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to Low-Key High Vibe. We are so psyched to be here today talking to you about taking small steps and recognizing that small progress is still progress. The thing is, we get so caught up in being so far away from our goals that we don't stop and think about how far we have already come. And making that recognizing that is going to help us continue to move forward on the paths that we're on towards whatever our goals are. So before we get into the episode, we have to start as always with gratitude. gratitude. <laughs> we'll work on that. Well, yeah, we'll get better. Yeah. Allie, would you like to tell me what you're grateful for today? I would love to. So first off, as always, my morning walk it is such a good way to start the day. Just get out, get what, get out, get around, see some dogs. And it's always not too crowded in the morning, like not too hot, not too sunny. And yeah, they keep me sane. Um, another thing, not usually during my morning walks because James is with me then, but on other walks during the day, um, my favorite podcast, Wine and Crime, because it's so funny. And it's true crime. So Allie loves true crime. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
Um, my third thing is the warm weather. I feel like it, the past few days have been like super nice, super sunny. I'm pulling out my tank tops and my shorts and like, I'm so happy. I love how they're all connected. Like the warm weather means like nice, lovely, sunny walks and then listening to your podcast while you're doing it. That is a nice, like, uh, I don't know. It gels well together for a gratitude bomb. I love that gratitude bomb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kylie, make me stop talking. <laughs> never, Allie, never. <laughs> um, so I am grateful for my staycation that's coming up. I am turning 30 Woo! in, yeah. Uh, about a week and a half. So my husband and I planned a staycation leading up to that. It definitely wasn't the 30th birthday celebration I thought I would have. But you know what? I think it's going to be freaking awesome and maybe even better. We have some fun movies, an entire day dedicated to playing board games. We're going to go hiking. We're going to do a picnic in the park with our puppy, Pepper. And <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So I'm very excited for that. And that starts on Saturday. um and i i'm grateful for some new shows like lately i've been i don't i've been trying not to watch as much tv because i feel like i'm less productive but i've kind of needed to be less productive these past few days um to balance myself out remember self-care folks um so i've got i've like watched um the dickinson show on apple um Apple TV, which was really good. It was like a kind of like a modern, like blend in with Emily Dickinson and her time and stuff like that, but it was really good. Um, and then Upload, which is on Amazon Prime, and it's by the same guy who did The Office and helped with Parks and Re- helped create Parks and Rec. It was just, it really hooked me. So grateful for those. And then I'm also grateful for my plants. They were kind of losing some color um, earlier this week and I realized that part of them were not exposed to the sun so I have moved them right next to me in the bedroom over there and uh, uh-huh. Tony my money tree and uh, Queen Victoria my majesty palm are are thriving right now so very nice I named my plants there's nothing wrong with that I also have Grace and Frankie behind me but they're always thriving I love that when does the new season start I think it already did I have to get to that, yeah. Me too. Good show. Great show. Yeah. All right. Now that we've gratitude bombed this place (laughs) up, (laughs) let's get into the topic. Yeah. So, Kylie, why don't you give us an example of taking small steps, um, maybe kind of within your target market or something that you've gone through where you find that taking small steps is best? Yeah. So I mentioned before that, um, you know, that the, it comes from this idea that like our, our goal, right. Is so far away from us. And like when we're focused on that end goal, we're not always, you know, like we're focused on where we're not, you know, we, we aren't that goal version of ourselves yet. And it feels like almost impossible when we do that. So stopping to recognize, like, have you made any progress? You know, it's going to be key there. And also along the way, taking small steps because that's going to have a big impact. So 
I, weight loss is, is my area of expertise here. I've gone through a 75 pound weight loss journey and I help clients, you know, lose weight without restriction. And it's all about taking those small steps, right? You can't just automatically go from eating one way to completely overhauling your diet overnight. It doesn't work like that. You can't just go from, you know, never taking a yoga class before to doing handstands. You have to do the the steps that lead up to that. But if you're so focused on like the, you know, the, the doing that handstand, the fact that you're not there, it's it's really gonna to stall you when you, you know, you can touch your toes now and when you haven't been able to before you can you know lean on your arms or something like that if it's if it's yoga like that's a it's not entirely related to weight loss but it's like that that component of weight loss when it you know with mm-hmm. with movement so if you do have weight loss goals you know maybe you want to lose 50 pounds and you're you know taking the small steps you need to get there but you know, you, you haven't lost the 50 pounds yet. Instead of focusing on that, stop and think about what's different for you now. Do you have more energy? Is your skin clearer? Do you feel amazing overall? The fact that you haven't lost that 50 pounds yet shouldn't hold you back. Does that, that make sense? I think I rambled for a little bit. No, yeah, that's perfect. I think we get to this a little later, but you really want to focus on how far you've come and what you've accomplished now that you couldn't have done when you were starting out this journey. Absolutely. And I feel like, so we're talking about taking small steps and then recognizing that small progress Mm -hmm. is still progress. And I feel like maybe I need to, to back up for a second and first talk about, you know, taking those small steps, right? And you have a big goal and then it's a matter of breaking it down and like, how am I going to to re- reach my goal? What's the next step? The next step isn't losing 50 pounds. The next step is, you know, maybe shifting your focus towards loving your body and then, you know, incorporating more nutrient-dense foods in. Those are the small steps. And then, you know, you can look back and recognize that, wow, you know, I've been starting to eat a lot more greens lately. I'm actually enjoying them. That's such a big difference. Or, um, and so without focusing on that end goal as much. So do you tell me an example, like for you, how does that resonate for you? Yeah. So I think with ways of eating, um, I think we've mentioned this, but you know, everybody is different everybody is different and every body is different so you know some things that work for me won't work for you and figuring out some food groups that work for me was definitely stressful and I found that um, if I cut out gluten and limit dairy that works a lot Um, and I get a lot less stomach aches I have a lot more energy but I'm still getting the occasional stomach ache and I'm not sure where that's coming from. And that's really frustrating because I've worked so hard and I feel like I'm so close to getting my goal of knowing what works for me, but I'm not quite there. But I know I need to focus on where I am now and what I've discovered with the gluten and the dairy and kind of just live in the fact that I feel so much better than I did three months ago. 
and just kind of trust the process and know that I've already taken a lot of small steps and I've made enormous practice, progress, not practice. And, you know, I'm very proud of that. And yeah. That's amazing. That's, and that's like, like you said, you could get so caught up in the fact that like you're still experiencing the stomach aches, even though you've put in so much effort, but you're, you're not, you're recognizing the fact that you're in three months, you've come so far and you feel so much better. That's amazing. Love that. Yeah. So when the thing is like, we tend to, I feel like as like human beings with goals, like be so goal driven that, you know, we, we have this picture of where we want to be in our heads. And even though it takes time to get there and we know it takes time, we have this tendency to be impatient. We want that instant gratification. And that's why it's so hard to kind of sometimes step back and recognize that small progress or, you know, like make the effort to make the small steps instead of trying to jump to the, you know, the big step. Exactly. And yeah, a lot of the times if we can just step out of our head and see how far we've come and kind of take a step back and just take a look at the journey that we're on and how far we've made it. You know, maybe you're not at your full goal, but maybe you've hit a really important milestone or two, or maybe you're almost there. So it's Mm -hmm. all about honoring the journey and being grateful for the journey and realizing the journey that you're on and how far you've come. Absolutely. Because that journey is made up of many different steps and many small accomplishments along the way. It is unrealistic to think that you can just go from zero to 60. There are gear changes along the way and hills and, and stuff like that. And while we're on this like car and driving metaphor. Kylie had a great, great analogy. <laughs> I have like the weirdest metaphors. I just did one for my podcast too. I was like, I even said it. I was like, I don't know if this makes sense but it does to me and I'm going to explain it. (laughs) But if you think about it, if you're driving across the country, like for Allie and I, that would be like California, like San Diego or Los Angeles. If we're on our way to San Diego, we're not going to get halfway through that journey and be like, fuck, we're not there yet. You know, instead you're going to be like, wow, we already made it to Kentucky. And this is where I will also mention that I'm not great at geography. So I don't know if Kentucky is actually halfway between where we are and San Diego, but you guys get where I'm going. You know, on that journey that you're on driving across the country, you have to stop for gas. Your car might freaking break down. Plans are going to have to change. Yes. And, you know, (laughs) so maybe you don't make it fully to California in the time period that you wanted to, but when you get to Kentucky, you're just going to be like, whoa, I've already made it halfway and now I'm in Kentucky. And if you stop and look at a map, right? (laughs) Sorry, we're taking this way. (laughs) If you stop and look at a map from where you are in Kentucky to where you were, that is a big jump, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, I can relate. I had a note in there of like, like, oh, talk about what you're going through right now. And I'm like, 
I couldn't remember what it was from when we talked about it the other day. <laughs> because you know what? That's what that's what happens. You go through mm-hmm. something and there's ups and downs. And like I, you know, was I was really struggling with something and a lot of anxiety, but something I'm working on. And that's it held me back a little bit. Like I wasn't as productive as I could have been as a result of that. And I could be entirely focused that today I'm not where I wanted to be because I was in a lot of anxiety and kind of like stopped working as hard as I, I was. But instead, you know what, I, I'm, I'm celebrating the fact that I gave myself time to kind of come like to, to work through it in my head because I needed that. And that was small progress because had I tried to push through and burn myself out, I would have been a lot more unproductive in the long run. Yeah. And if you're, if you are focused on kind of like pushing through and getting it done and making it to your goal, then as you said, you probably would have gotten burnt out and were more prone to giving up. And Mm -hmm. that's true for anything. If you're really focused on the goal and not on the small steps to getting there, then you're more prone to giving up and getting frustrated. Absolutely. And I mean, this manifests in our lives in so many different ways, like mm-hmm. the comparison trap. I actually um, just did a podcast episode on this for um, On the Whole, which is my other podcast. If you can't tell, I just love podcasting <laughs> and I love podcasting with Allie too. So yeah, um, but I can, we can link that in the show notes too if you want a little more in depth about kind of trying to helping yourself get out of the comparison trap. But, um, you know, like comparing ourse- ourselves and where we are in our journeys to somebody else. And that's like, I don't know if you've ever heard that, like saying that, like, don't compare your step three to somebody else's step eight, right? You don't know where other people are in their journey. So you're sitting there like thinking like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not where she is right now. When in reality, she's been at it a lot longer. She's been taking the small steps, moving on, but you don't see that because your mind puts you in this comparison trap. because you're mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe someone just posted on Instagram that they can do a handstand and you're like, damn, I'm not where they are. But Mm -hmm. you don't know that they've been trying and failing for six months or you don't know that their ultimate goal is, I don't know, what's to do handstand pushups. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't do that. So it's all about perspective. Absolutely. Not comparing yourself. And while we're on the subject, social media is like one of the biggest culprits for that. Like, because you really only see the, like, I like to call it the filtered version of people's mm-hmm. lives there. And it's so easy to kind of get caught there. And then that sometimes leads to giving up prematurely. If you feel like all is hopeless, then, you know, it comes to this, like, why bother mentality. Mm-hmm. And I know that Kylie and I have both unfollowed accounts that, don't inspire us and make us feel bad about ourselves mm-hmm. or we see that we're falling into the comparison trap. So if you need permission to do that, this is your permission. Go ahead and unfollow those stinky accounts. Absolutely. And even if they're like 
say for example like it's a friend that you keep comparing yourself to if that friend loves you they're going to understand that right now following them isn't doing your mental health any good so mm-hmm. and, I, and there must be features somewhere i know facebook offers this too but like there must be a feature on instagram where you can like just hide somebody from your feed without having to unfollow them and you know get it even getting into that with them there is i did that with a friend who has a fitness account and it's just like her posting pictures of her abs and being like, remember to drink water. I'm working out. And I was just like, I can't, that's not good for me to compare myself. Yeah. So and yeah, see, you it's can nothing that. like, like that, that's great for her. And I'm sure you're like happy for her, but yeah, that's her awesome life. for her. But it's just not helping you right now. Like, exactly. I feel yeah. That. Yeah. So, and then that can also lead to, you know, like, I mean, I feel like I've kind of been going through this and there's a fine line between, you know, procrastinating and and self-care too. And I think we talked mm-hmm. about this in one of the earlier episodes, what's the intention behind it? Um, but, you know, you're, you're so focused on, you know, not being where you want to be that you're not prioritizing the things that matter anymore because you're kind of feeling, I don't know, like, again, hopeless, right? Like, do you want to mm-hmm. dive a little bit more into this one? Yeah, so is this the next note? Not prioritizing things that matter. Yep, I was in the wrong place. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so if you prioritize things that don't matter, then you're not really going to get anything done. I know I've definitely been in this trap. um, And how to get out of it for me is make a to-do list with your priorities. And that really helps because you know what needs to get done first. Um, and if you're not sure, then just start with the low hanging fruit. You know, if you're trying to get a program started or trying to start, okay, let's say you're trying to start a book club. So you can do like all of the social media, um, you make a pretty graphic, do all those things, but that's not really prioritizing the things that matter. You need to get people in your book club. You need to choose a book, choose a date. So, yeah. So, I does that make sense? I, I, yeah, absolutely. I see, okay. <laughs> I see I where you're going eventually. with this. And, like, yeah. Um, like, I, you know, like, what I'm working on, on right now, I kind of, like, was – was focused on like the fact that I'm not where I want to be with, Mm -hmm. with kind of that level of things yet. Right. So I was like in a lot of anxiety about it. It was a big step for me and it was a good step. It was a step outside my comfort zone, but I was in a lot of anxiety and I ended up procrastinating and prioritizing other things like reading a book. Like I was so happy this weekend that I picked up a book for like the first time since (laughs) last summer and then I read that entire book this weekend <laughs> instead of doing the other things that I needed to do. I was procrastinating. And today my you know, solution to that was like what Ali said is I made a list of the things that I needed to do in order. And you know, it did take me a little bit to get to it today, but I only put three things on that list and I checked them off because that was you know, what I needed to do. So that is a very helpful tip. Thank you, Ali. You're welcome. Yeah. And I think that you really want to focus on not really the result that you're trying to get, but the the journey and how to make it a habit. So you don't really want, for example, I used to have like happiness as my goal. 
And what I worked through with my therapist and I found really helpful was you don't want to focus on happiness as a goal and say like, when I do this, or I'll be happier. Like when this happens, I'll be happy because you're going to get there and feel happy for maybe a minute or two. And then something else is going to come along that you're just going to say that again, like, mm -hmm. okay, this happened, but I really want that to happen. And you don't want to like chase happiness. You want to focus on being happy along the way. Absolutely. I love that because I really like, I, I very much just like the phrase, like, I'll be happy when, da, 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 fill in the blank. I mm -hmm. know like when I, um, so my, with weight loss, like I've lost a significant amount of weight, not once, but twice. And the first time I lost it, I did it in very unhealthy means, but I had this assumption that, you know, like when I lost the weight, I would be happy. That would change everything for me. You know, I'll find you know, my soulmate and I'll look good mm -hmm. and I'll feel good and everything will just start working out for me. It was this belief that like I, that was, that was what I needed to be happy, this goal. And then I lost the weight and I still wasn't happy. And I mean, that's the result, like the gaining the weight back was a result of not still not being happy. And, you know, this time around losing the weight, it stuck because I learned to be happy along the way and throughout the journey. Because if we're not going to enjoy the journey, are we really going to enjoy the end result when we do get it? And no, <laughs> the answer if, is yeah. If I can quote my uh, good friend, Miley, there's always going to be another mountain. You're always going to want to make it move. There's always going to be an uphill battle. Sometimes you're going to have to lose. Oh, oh after that. Uh, it's okay. It's already stuck in their heads anyways, and they're going to yeah, be singing anyway, it for the rest of the day. It's a climb. <laughs> it's the climb. You're welcome, guys. Sorry, Miley. Okay. Throwback. <laughs> I think it's, it's, a, it's a climb. Now I want to go watch Hannah Montana. Uh, yes. Is it on Disney Plus? I don't know. I hope it is. Me too. I'm going to have to find it. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> I'm sure Miley too has had some of those like goals and ups and downs like we're talking about too. I mean, she mm -hmm. wrote a song about it. So when I reveal myself as Miley, then I will be happy. Exactly. But you know, it just wasn't. She wasn't because she got stopped by all the paparazzi, right? Yeah. There's so much more, so much more than revealing your true pop star inside. You know, so I think really everyone can relate that. I, I mean, I've been warring with that. You know, do I really want to come out and tell people that I've been catching on this whole time? I don't mm -hmm. know. Should I tell people I've been Massachusetts, Massachusetts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you owe it to the people to tell them. I should. I just, I don't want to get, you know, mobbed by the paparazzi. How do paparazzi do like social distancing right now, you know, like, I wonder if they do, do they have to like stand six feet apart with their cameras and then somebody's mad or like, no, 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 you have like the bigger insight to like, distance. I don't know, but like, like celebrities aren't really doing anything right now either. So no, it's a very interesting question. We've gotten way off topic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> listeners, if you're a paparazzi, please email us and let us know what the deal is. We're very curious. Mm -hmm. um cool let's talk about 
uh, one way to really help you take small steps and apply it in your life. Yeah. So we're going to talk about SMART goals. And SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Timely. And an example of a SMART goal that I did was for my coaching business, I am graduating in July, and I wanted to coach two free clients before I um, graduate just to get some coaching experience and practice. And so that's a goal that's specific. I want two clients. It's measurable. Will I get those two clients before July? It's achievable. You know, that's a goal that I can totally do. And I've done it. So good job, me. Um, yeah, it's relevant. It's helping me get coaching experience, which I'm going to need for my coaching business. And it's timely. I need it to happen before July. Smart. <laughs> Love it. I have uh, one of the smart goals that I've been working towards is looking and feeling better by my 30th birthday than my 20th. And I have been well on my way towards that goal for a while, but I think over the past few months, it's been like a very important one for me. So like the specifics are, you know, having more energy, um, kind of feeling better about the the looks that, or the way that I, the effort that I put into my looks, I guess. I've gotten some new makeup and I've done some different things with my hair because that actually makes me feel good. It sounds like a little shallow when I say it out loud, but you know what? It like, I don't do it for anybody else, but me, yeah. like I, I love that. So, um, so that's specific. Um, it's measurable, like compared to where I was in my twenties, I can very much see a difference in, you know, how I look, I can, like, I see the difference in how I act, like with the energy I have and, all that. Um, it's achievable. I know, I mean, I've been on my way towards that for like the last part of my 20s, but it's just been more kind of like on my mind okay. since then. So like, I know, I know that when June 8th hits, I'm, I'm already there, you know, like I've got that. So um, yeah. it's relevant because I'm entering into an, a new decade kind of brings up a lot of feelings, I guess, when you're, you're doing that. And um, it's, uh, I think this is keeping my focus on this is helping me kind of d deal with that. Um, and it's timely. It has that kind of like, uh, that, I don't want to call it a time stamp on it, but it's like there's, there's a timeline there, what I wanted to achieve. So smart. Yeah. No, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I think we've already touched on a lot of these things, but to wrap up, um, we're just going to share what we do and some kind of tips and tricks. So looking at where you are versus where you were, super important. Having gratitude for how far you've come. Um, don't take for granted the new small habits that you picked up. Recognize them as if they're new every day. For example, I've been doing my morning walks probably three to four times during the week pretty consistently, but you know, I'm grateful for them every day and I'm not taking them for granted because they make me feel better. And it's a habit that I know that I want and I should keep doing. I love that. 
um, something kind of like along those same, same lines is like, um, you know, Tom, my husband and I have realized like being like so together over the past few months has been like like we almost like take each other's presence for granted so we started to do this thing whenever we like come back in the room with the other person like i missed you so much and like like it sounds a little like big and over the top and it totally is and it's like we laugh at it as well but it also like reminds us that like you know like this is something like not to take for granted to appreciate that like i can see you know i can be here with you right now and it's like mm-hmm. the, taking that kind of attitude towards these like small habits like yeah i get to take a walk today that's awesome you know like <laughs> make you make it big too because then it's like really you're forcing yourself to like celebrate these things that you're doing these small habits like oh my god i just drank an entire bottle of water and i'm about to refill it and hydrate some more like yes go me yeah celebrate say our favorite way to tell if you're hydrated enough White pee, clear pee, ooh, clear. not white. <laughs> well, not white. Clear, clear, yeah. Clear, clear pee. Can I tell my pee story? Please, please do. Cool. So <laughs> um, I started taking a multivitamin. It was vitamin B, but like all the kinds of vitamin B. And then my pee was bright yellow. And I thought that I was dying. So I texted one of my friends who's a nurse. And I was like, Tess, what is happening to me? And she was like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just like extra vitamins that you don't need are like coming out through your pee. But it was like neon yellow. And I was like, I've never seen this before. And it's gross and awesome. And then I told a lot of people about it. And you know what? When Allie told me, I was like, oh my God, that's happened to me before (laughs) as well. And now I know why. So I think it's important that we also share the story. If you're taking vitamins and that's happening to you, it's it's normal. You're fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, aim for, not clear pee, but yes, aim for clear pee. Yeah. Staying hydrated. And then getting really excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing, I've never felt so empowered than when I have clear pee. And I'm just like, I've just conquered everything. Like, because can I go from here? When you go back to basics, last episode with (laughs) self-care, hydrating is so important. Yes. And when we come back to the topic at hand. Um, <laughs> Which is P. Yes, right. Oh, wait, no. Wait, no, no, no. no. That's not sweet. Wait to that episode until a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, is uh, step back, stepping back and seeing your progress and taking small steps. Like Ali said before, start with a low-hanging fruit. There are two – my husband listens to Dave Ramsey a lot and he talks about the two different approaches to tackle your debt, right? You can take the avalanche approach or the snowball approach. And I believe it's the snowball approach that you start with the smallest one and then you continue to work up to the bigger task. So you get the easy stuff off your plate and then, you know, like you can kind of work up to more. It feels so good to cross something off of your list. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of times I'll add something to my to-do list that I've already done just so I can cross it off. It feels really good. And like you look at that list of like everything that's crossed off and you feel so accomplished. And then you can see how far you've come and mm-hmm. be grateful for the journey. And make it big. Yeah. Celebrate it. You're like, oh my God, I checked everything off of my to-do list today. That's amazing. And then do a dance. Do a celebratory dance. Yeah. 
You can't see us, but we're dancing now. You probably don't want to see that, though. And now we're, yeah, now we're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Same vein, to-do list by priority, like Ali said before as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, that's kind of like the opposite. That's actually the avalanche approach, right? If you have this big thing mm-hmm. that's going to, you know, like you need to get done first, tackle the biggest thing. And then, you know, like if that's the the most high priority thing, and then you've got this huge thing off your plate and you can move on to the other stuff. So. Mm-hmm. And make it fun. You can color code it. You can like make a really organized list that looks pretty. You can do like a mind map. It's not going to be the funnest thing you ever do in your whole entire life, but you can make it fun. Have fun with everything. It's all about perspective. Like mm-hmm. when we sit down to do our monthly budget, we call it money dates or sometimes mm-hmm. like <laughs> our like wealth management blueprint just to try to reframe it because budgeting sounds so like stressful and restrictive. So changing your perspective on these things that you have to do by making them fun and like call it a date with yourself, like my productivity mm-hmm. date, you know, like. Yeah. What I used to do, I haven't really done it lately, but I think I'm going to start doing it. When I need to like focus and get work done, I put on a blazer because that makes Love me it. feel like businessy and productive. Um, yeah. If you're trying to do work on the weekend, get dressed, eat breakfast, get ready for the day. Lipstick makes all the difference. It makes mm-hmm. me feel super put together. Also, when I wear shoes in the house, I also feel more productive and that's more for like doing chores rather than like sitting down and doing computer work. But there's something about shoes on and I'm just like, I should be up and moving. That's too funny. I hate shoes. I really do. Like I'm not a shoe person. If I could go without shoes as much as possible, I will. And then Mm -hmm. flip flops is like the next level for me to like, okay, I'll just wear flip flops, which is barely like not wearing shoes at all. Yeah. Yeah. James wears shoes like all day, every day. And I'll wear my slippers, but I don't wear shoes in the house really. Yeah. Okay. But I like that. I like that hack for getting up and doing stuff around the house. Like, yeah, I have to go clean my kitchen after I might put on a pair of shoes. You should put on some shoes. (laughs) Um, I think the most important one, um, to keep in mind as you're going is to go easy on yourself and remember that you don't have to be perfect and your journey does not have to be perfect either. Like I said, with kind of what I'm struggling with right now, I I am not living up to the standards that I would normally like, you know, set for myself. But I, I, that's the part of my imperfect journey. You know, I'm growing and I'm learning and that's just what I need right now. And I need to take it easy on myself instead of add more stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. I feel that. And I feel like I'm kind of the opposite right now. I'm like not doing what I should be. So I need to start holding myself accountable and taking those small steps to get to where I need to be instead of focusing on the goal and getting overwhelmed and not knowing where to start. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And we will both work on that. Yes, we will. Because again, we're, we're still not perfect either. We're talking about our mm-hmm. experience because we have a lot with it. We've been through this a bunch of times and that's why we can recognize when we're in it. And we have these tools to help kind of pull ourselves out of it when we struggle with that. 
And, you know, that's why we want to talk to you and provide you with the tools as well so that you don't have to feel kind of like stuck or your goal is so far away and impossible. Exactly. We like to joke that each one of our struggles is another person that we can be helping not have those struggles as well. Yeah, absolutely. That is what we are here for. Mm -hmm. Keeping the high vibes and a low-key. (laughs) Low-key. And we all do that in the same way, but also in different ways, which brings us to our topic for next week, transition. Very nice segue. Thank you. Our topic for next week is bioindividuality. We need music for that. We do. We shouldn't get like introduction music. So it's going to be another battle. I think we might have to actually call up our friend Miley and be like, hey, can we use this? Yeah, I'll add that to the list. But I, I mean, I'm trying to think back to when I like first heard that word and I don't know if like, like I don't want to assume everybody knows what bioindividuality is, but I don't want to mm-hmm. assume you don't know what bioindividuality is. So just to level set and keep everybody here, bioindividuality, you want to explain it, Allie? Yeah. So it's the idea that everybody is different um, and kind of like within their biology. So some examples are like some people can digest dairy. Some people can't. Some people can digest gluten. Some people can't. Some people do very well with a vegetarian plant-based diet. Some people need meat and animal fats in their diet. Um, it extends like past like just, you know, nutrition too, because it mm-hmm. can be like, we talked about like the, the ways that we self-care in an earlier mm-hmm. episode. And, you know, Allie has very different self-care ways than I do. And that's like, just kind of like this idea that you don't have to do what somebody else is doing in order to, you know, feel good, achieve your goals. Everybody's different. And next mm-hmm. week, we're going to explore that topic and kind of how you can figure out what's going to work for you and how to recognize like, you know, what how to try new things, I think, too, in order to figure that out. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll dive into it more in the episode. We, I feel like Definitely. every time I talk about the next topic, I'm, like, ready to, like, dive into <laughs> Just do like it. Double episode. Yes. <laughs> You're going to yeah. have to stay tuned for next week. Cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. And we're going to leave you with this. Some people are secret pop stars. Some people are not. Allie is. Sorry. I wasn't Don't tell them. Massachusetts, Massachusetts. <laughs> So bioindividuality, get it. Go check out Allie's album. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> we'll link my, my <laughs> premiere album. You know, before we post this, you're going to have to like put up a music video on YouTube and stuff like that so we can give the people what they want. Yes, I'm on it. I'm on it. I take requests. Yes, please, please let us know. <laughs> and also... Don't forget to rate and review if you like this episode, if you like how ridiculous we are sometimes <laughs> and how we go completely off topic, but then circle back to it. Please leave us a review and let us know if you have anything that you want us to talk about. Because, like, you know, we go through topics that we've kind of like come across in our lives or heard other people struggling with. But if there's something specific, then, you know, let us know. I know, like, if you're thinking about it, if you're struggling with it, there's probably somebody else out there who is as well. Definitely. Yeah, so let us know what's your favorite episode. 
This is episode three, so you really don't have that many choices. It's four. This is episode four, so you really don't have that many choices. And yeah, let us know Where can they uh, reach out to us if they want to to us us together i know like uh, we have our, our separate instagrams which we always link but uh this is a relatively new uh addition is our joint instagram instagram page i was trying to say it at the same time as you it didn't work. oh sorry so our it's instagram our instagram it, page <laughs> nailed it first try so <laughs> um so our handle that's what it's called right Yes, I think so. Our handle is lowkey underscore high vibe. And we will link that in the show notes as well, as well as our personal Instagrams and websites. Yeah. There's a lot of link in the, links in the show notes if you want to go check that out, explore interesting things if you're trying to kill time during mm-hmm. work hours. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Good talk. Bye, guys. <laughs> We're so grateful you listened to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to rate and review. Make sure you're subscribed so you know when a new episode is released. Don't forget to follow us on social for more positive inspiration. You can find me at playing underscore with underscore potential on Instagram and at playwithpotential.com. You can find me at kylie.somalia. That's K-Y-L-I-E period C-I-M-A-G-L-I-A on Instagram and at KylieSamalia.com. Talk to you soon.